Hey guys. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Can you hear me now? I need you to do the fucking audio, <laughs> Eli. Funny how that worked uh, out. I knew that was going to happen. What's yeah. up, man? Yeah. What up, dude? So this is Eli's idea today. I'm going to throw that out there that way. I just make sure that he gets complete credit for the absolute failure or success of this podcast today. Right, right, right. Um, no, man. Fun topic. Um, cold weather out today. You got some stuff, you know, tomorrow. So it worked out. Do a little podcast today, man, and, and crush. Um we're somewhat reflecting on the year. Not quite there. We've still got some work to do, obviously, but some of the reflecting, you know, is starting to pop up. You're in that f- fourth quarter and you're getting into like the Thanksgiving time and you can't help but just look back at, hey, what's been working? What's not working? Um, why is it working? Where's the work ethic coming from? And, and certain stuff, man. And then just collecting your thoughts on a lot of different podcasts, just people and conversations and stuff like that. And that kind of drew the synopsis of today. If that's the right word um, of just what, you know, and we we're calling the podcast, stop reading, start writing credit to me. I it's think. a good name, bro. It's I might've heard it somewhere. I, I don't, I yeah. don't think I did. I, maybe someone said it in a sentence. I've never seen it as a title. So I guess we're going to claim that. <laughs> that fucking matters. <laughs> it's ours. Um, so it's just a catchy way, but, but really, you know, what we're really trying to get at is just like, what keeps you hungry? Right. And um, especially when you've had some success and maybe you mm-hmm. can kind of rest mm-hmm. on that and Hey, yeah. your year was good enough, you know, and Tosh, I'm, I might even just read his post today because mm-hmm. Sean Tosh had a, he had a great um, post today and, it, and he kind of spoke about that, about your mind's mind. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was letter mm-hmm. C or D mm-hmm. on his post. So I'll read that here in a second. Um, <clears throat> and Tosh, if you're listening, you don't want me to read it. I'm sorry. I'm going <laughs> to read it. Um, but that was good. Um, but I think it's important, right? I think, you know, just understanding, like, what does that mean? Like, stop reading, start writing. Yes, it kind of ties into paralysis by analysis. Yes, it kind of ties into the gratitude or just the the dopamine that you feel by just mm-hmm. talking about things mm-hmm. and reading about other people's successes, which actually hinders you from creating your own. And you're kind of living through other people's successes mm-hmm. and reading about it to David Goggins and a lot of this. And you can kind of pinpoint those people, man, those people that just kind of regurgitate what they've heard elsewhere, but they're not exactly implementing it. Yeah. They're terrible at follow-up questions, right? So you can kind of feel those out, but more importantly, the people that are not trying to be like that, obviously this podcast is intended for, mm-hmm. you know, the betterments and for the people mm-hmm. that actually want to get out there and do it, not just listen to us run our mouths, mm-hmm. but just diving into, you know, Hey, what what allows you to do that? What allows you to actually dive into processes and write your own story? Mm-hmm. In addition, I'm not frowning upon reading, you know, audiobooks, reading books. It's not that I don't need to read at all or absorb any content. I just want to make sure that you're still understanding yeah. that you've got to get out there and apply and dive in and start creating your own content. Yeah, and, and part of the uh, like thought process as far as where this topic came from today, you know, naturally toward the end of the year, you'll you'll kind of at least myself anyway, I'll kind of look back and you know, just kind of look at the year and I'm like, all right. And I, I tend to put years in, in like little buckets. Like this was the year of this, or this was the year of this. Right. Um, and, and this year for me definitely was a growth year for sure. I feel like I had many years of preparation and training and getting ready for the big game has pretty much been my whole adult life. Right. Of just like getting in this, uh, the, the groove, I guess, of reading doing a lot of consuming right um reading and learning and learning what were you but, reading because um, i also want to be specific so yeah. not to cut you yeah, off yeah. um but like when you were reading what were you reading uh i've definitely cut back a lot on how much 
I'm reading. Um, That's not if what I'm, I asked I, I'm going to get there. <laughs> I'm, I've definitely cut back <laughs> a lot on how, mu- on how much I'm reading. Um, but it's, it depends on what I'm doing. If I'm not focused on a certain project right now or taking on something new or I'm not trying to acquire a new skill, I'm generally reading, um, I mean, self just self-development as a whole. I like reading like Joe Dispenza. He has a lot of cool self-development books based on actual Joe. Joe Dispenza, I think is his name. Okay. He's got some cool books that are like self-development books, but actually scientifically based. And they actually focus on the science behind how your brain learns new things and the science behind how what you think about is what you attract and all that generic shit. Uh, But mostly I'm taking on some new project or trying to learn a new skill. So I'm generally reading things specific to that. So if I like that, yeah, if it like email marketing, like when we first started uh, doing leads with my real estate, my first very, very first real estate team. Cool. I'm getting a book on dialing and calling and converting and how to have these conversations with people, like just getting specific about the things that you're trying to learn. Yeah. And that could be a little dangerous because I think some marketing books are just full of shit. Mm -hmm. You know, some of them are just a gimmick for the for the sake of being a gimmick is people will spend a dollar on it. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm a little bit careful as far as business. Um, I, you know, and for me, I think some of my biggest reads are people I think that I can relate to like autobiographies. Um, is that what they're called? Yeah. I don't know. Like um, a book that's written about somebody. Yeah. Or just someone writing a book yeah. on their opinion, right? Not necessarily mm-hmm. about their life, but their opinion. Okay. Um, you know, like I know a lot of people in, enjoy Jocko and he, you know, his books, mm-hmm. Extreme Ownership and um, things like that. For an ex, you know, for example, not saying that's my favorite read um, or anything like that, but I think just finding things that I can relate to so mm-hmm. I can help visualize and just have some point of reference. So when I'm, you know, when I'm taking that content in, it's like, hey, does it make sense? Does it not make sense? And then how do I apply? I'm big on like how I can apply things to my life. So I'm not, I'm not your sci fi guy. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Dude, I'm, I'm not sorry. that, and I'm that's as bad. That's as bad as watching TV. If you're like a grown adult, sorry, I'm well, speaking my opinion. Hey, listen, that's not cool. Dude, Hold on it, a minute. <laughs> Hold on a minute. My opinion. Eli's been smoking weed. No. He's all opinionated. My, I mean, yes, but my opinion. But let's so let's dive into that just a little bit, right? Okay. Because it's like it depends what you're trying to use. It you're for. in the. You're What's thinking. The tool? Well, and then but you're thinking that there has to be a tool. So you're thinking in the scope of like betterment. What about like people just detaching? And they That's just what love I'm saying. That. Yeah, it depends right? on what like, you're using it for. Dude, Kate, it's a tool to Kate detach loves or relax. Anime. Yeah, Kate loves anime. She's a gamer, and anime, you know, they have crazy storylines. Yeah, a lot of stuff happens with an anime. A lot more detail than I realized. And she's a gamer. Like she loves playing Call of Duty and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like so. Hey, that's just as that's watching TV or playing video games, but she's extremely productive as an adult. So well, I your, think with what you're saying here is like. I think you're within the scope of like betterment. If you're trying you're to read something. more because you're trying to be a better person, yeah, don't fucking read fiction. Unless maybe it's Batman. I don't <laughs> this know. Is dude, another, maybe this it. is another Will and Eli <laughs> traded bodies. No, I know what you're saying, but yeah. it is you know I want to be careful because I do think it's important to detach. Right. Yeah. I'm not whatever that you. looks like. Yeah. At the end of the day, like whatever yeah. that looks like. Yeah. Yeah, and and I. I try to detach every day. I'm mm-hmm. not the guy that needs a lot of vacations. I'm not the guy that that wants to want a lot of vacations. Right. You and I are dialed in, man. We've had a lot. We're, you know, we're going to be doing in 2020, and that we'll be speaking about today a little bit. You know, right. just kind of touching on it a little bit. You know, so I'm not the guy that's in a phase that needs four or five vacations a year, man. Like, yeah, if I don't, I don't have one for a year, like I'm I'm okay. Dude, that sounds terrible, man. It like, kind of does. Yeah. And for me, 
the day-to-day reset, like being able to come home, enjoy my daughter and my son, and yeah. throw some baseballs with my son. Yes, he's 14 months. He throws baseballs. It's phenomenal. <laughs> Big old hands. Um, great kid. So when I when I can just put the phone down and detach, even if it's just for a couple hours, that couple of hours right there, yeah. and then maybe knocking out, like last night, I was knocking out some resolution stuff on one of our contracts and, mm-hmm. and talking to that buyer's agent, and we're getting some stuff taken care of. You know, and then boom, take a shower, go to bed. Phenomenal. I'm one of those guys of like, hey, I would much rather have that and be extremely productive and consistent than like overwork myself or get just get weird about stuff and then need five vacations to just unload a ton of shit. Right. Like taking the trash out every day versus taking the trash out once a month. You know why that is, man? That's also because we are in charge of our day today. Uh, I think. There's people, um, the majority of people out there that do have a boss that are doing shit that they don't want to be doing, you know, when they're working for somebody else. It is different even when, you know, you're just doing your eight hours or whatever, your 10 hours when someone is in control over your day, you know. So I think part of like the need for people feeling like they need to vacation so damn much is that's the one time when Mm -hmm. it's like, hey, my boss can't call me and ask me to do some shit right now. Yeah. So you think they need vacations more? No, I'm just saying that might be why. I think, man, you know what I think? Mm. I think a lot of people just maybe could get a better grasp on who they are. So when we talk about mm. reading, right? Mm. Do you read or do you listen to audiobooks? Are mm. you, you know, like we talk a lot about this like with our agents. Some of them think they know how to learn, they don't know how they learn. Mm. Some yeah, of them have yeah, been in college yeah. or high school and, and however long yeah. and they think like, "Oh, I'm a visual person." No, you're not. You just heard that one time. Yeah. <laughs> Right. You're not even applying yourself into like Uh maybe how you should do it. So in addition to like understanding how to be a good learner Uh and being coachable, we've talked about that before, but just understanding who you are, man. Like, hey, am I the person that's got to like detach every day for a bit? Yeah. Or am I the guy that's just going to go 7 a.m. to midnight and and putting a break somewhere in there is going to give me an anxiety. I need to go until I pass out, yep. you know, with fucking Doritos all over me and my laptop still open. Yeah, cool, man. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. And this also kind of comes down to like family stuff, right? Like my family completely supports how much I work and everything that I do. Mm-hmm. However, you know, somewhat repaying, like paying that back, paying that forward to them and being appreciative is, Hey, look, not only do I feel good when I do it, but it's nice to do it for my family, detaching for a couple hours yeah. every day and every day consistent. Like we talk about fitness a lot. Yeah. You know, going into the gym once a week and trying to hit every body part. Such a good point. Dude. Holy shit. Versus yeah. like going every day, hitting one body part. Yeah. But you're consistently going every day. That process right there, day after day after day, that's your compounding interest it versus is. your once a month or once a week deposits that you kind of make when yeah. you go to the gym. Yeah. Same thing with family, at least for me, right? Like, just compartmentalizing and putting that phone down for a couple of hours and giving the kiddo time and helping out with, with whatever's going on that day after day after day, it, it is appreciated. Dude, and it, it, it does is, make me man. feel better. Makes a huge difference on yeah. How you feel better, your involvement in your kiddo's life and then how your family looks at you because yeah. dude, your family, I guarantee your family, like when they see you work so hard and you're busting ass every day, they're like, Hey, we'd rather you work less. Like we're all good making less money. If we can fucking see you once in a while. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> That, but that's what you're doing by giving them a couple hours but every I'm day. Make, but I'm not making less money. You and I are on our way up. No, right, you know? right. Um, but but it's like it's like just being deliberate. Like when people say they don't have time, it's like you fucking have time. You do have time. Here's man. the thing: you and I aren't doing fantasy football leagues. We're not doing poker night. We're not mm-hmm. doing happy hour bullshit. No, Th- those are things that the uh, typical busy guy yeah. is 
busy doing in addition to his work, which makes no time yeah. for his family. Yeah, or you just or like you're at work not working. Yes. Right? Like there's a lot of that too. And but yeah. there dude, there's so much time during your day to get some things done. I think having a system and stuff like that, man, it's huge, right? And then so to get back into like that so that's part of like writing, right? Like stop reading, start writing. Mm-hmm. As in, mm-hmm. no matter what you read, you know, everybody's gonna have their opinion on, on what works or what doesn't work, whatever it may be, right? And there are people out there you know, the Gary V's of the world. And, and, and he actually kind of breaks it down and he's not actually, he's not really like this, but he's like, Hey, stop fucking watching lost mm-hmm. and do this. Or, Hey, when you're in bed, do this. Like, yeah, he's giving plenty of advice on how you can create 18 hours of work during your day. <clears throat> but at the same time, you don't necessarily have to have that, but you've just got to have some type of system that works for you. Mm-hmm. Like for me, man, like there are some days where, you know, we end up working late at night mm-hmm. or I'm on the phone or I've got some emails that are just going to get done tonight yeah. or we got a resolution. Cool. But consistently 18 hours a day, every single day. No, that's, that's not true for us. Yeah. And we're still more than growing and I'm okay. Not doing 18 hours a day. I'm more than okay of like putting in that extra hitting that nitrous on the motor when it's needed. Yeah. But then also adhering to a system for the majority and making sure that I've got a handle on my shit. Yeah. And that's, there's somewhat, you know, of a systematic approach. Now, yeah. in addition to that, man, there's just some things within real estate you're not going to do at midnight, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yes, could you could be working on some personal brand stuff? Could you be working on snippets? Yeah. But <clears throat> a lot of times we're able to get those done ahead of time. So for mm-hmm. us, you know, just working smarter, not harder, and just having that balance of, yeah, it's okay to put a ton of work in, but mm-hmm. does it have to be 18 or 19 hours every day, all day? Yeah. No, and... Dude, there's people we have significantly grown past that tell me they do that. You're mm-hmm. like you're full of shit, man. Like you're just saying that like you're still Fuck out of sh- yeah, you're still dude. out of shape. Yep. Your business hasn't gone anywhere, but yeah, you're putting in how yeah. many hours? Yeah. Then you must be the dumbest rock on the planet then, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. that's just a whole other podcast and I don't want to be insulting, but then maybe you should be looking at a di- at a different approach for a profession because if what you're saying is true and you've been doing it twice as long as I have, and you're putting yeah. in that much more hours and you're still here with your with your body and your mind and your business hasn't gone anywhere. I think you should go work for someone. I think you yep. should be doing something different yep. or you're full of crap. Yep. And some of us see that. That's actually going to be one of my next posts, man. Talking people out of being business owners yeah. and, and, and being entrepreneurs. Because, again, the whole fad thing, I think people are going to be getting into it. And they already are. People are already getting into it because they think it's what they should be doing. Mm-hmm. And you're setting yourself up for a long, long miserable road that's full of debt and like a lot of punches in the fucking face that you may not be ready for. And uh, if you're not excited for that every day, it's it's not going to be a fun 10 years for you. No. And this whole stop reading, start writing thing and, <clears throat> you know, diving into like, hey, what makes you better, right? Like what makes you continue to stay hungry? If that's something that's challenging for you and you don't have that unless you have someone pushing you, being an entrepreneur might not be for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like some people we know, um, they do super well when they have a trainer. When they have a trainer, they will go to the gym and they will eat the right food because, oh, hey, I'm accountable to this person. I'm paying this person. You know, but if if any time during the year they don't have their trainer and they're not training with their trainer at least twice a week and they see them at the beginning of the week and at the end of the week, they fall off. Off the rocker. Now, knowing your weakness is a strength, okay? Understanding where you're weak and then implementing control measures to make sure that you get it done. <clears throat> congrats. Like that is a great thing for fitness, for, for whatever, right? However, like in the entrepreneur world, like it's a super dark, cold, lonely world at times. Even with you and I being partners, man, there's still a lot of stuff that you and I do separate, right? There's still things you're doing at home with our back ends, mm-hmm. you know, that have nothing to do with me at that moment. Mm-hmm. But it's like that's your niche or that's what you're good at. 
I'm not there to like rah rah you, man. Mm -hmm. You're gonna do it, you know. So again, <clears throat> when people have that training and they do phenomenal when they're being supervised and held accountable, like that is awesome. Mm -hmm. But that's also a, a trait that like says, hey, you are a super good employee. Like yep. you might be a great manager, <clears throat> you might be a great chief of staff, yep. depending on how much experience you have, um, which is also like a great thing. However, yep. I'm not sure. <clears throat> if having no safety net and no and no one to be accountable to and everything starting and finishing with you like i'm not sure if you're the right personality for that so it, mm -hmm. it goes beyond just it's true having a work ethic and having a vision it's like you gotta okay where does that come from and mm -hmm. like how do i adhere to that like am i good enough with myself for like yeah your work ethic's great when you have a trainer which means when someone's holding you accountable accountability meetings yeah, right your yeah, trainer seeing yeah. you twice a week those are accountability meetings if yeah. he's not seeing you progress <clears throat> you've got to answer that all yeah. great tools but if that's still like something that you need that's also very you know indicative of hey you're a great employee which is all right yeah which is a hundred more than okay. all right yeah, yeah more than uh -huh. okay man uh -huh. i've got a couple notes yeah on here um you go ahead. well yeah so uh so as far as like talking about growth today um you know i think it's uh it's really important when we're when we're going through these growth phases to always stay in that growth mindset. And I know that's cliche, but it's cliche for a reason because it, it works and it's real. Um, and what does a growth mindset mean? I mean, constantly looking for ways, despite maybe already being or thinking that you're good at something, how you can improve and how you can get better and how, you know, you take in and how you're making yourself be the best learner that you could possibly be. And, uh, and just always looking for, new information because that new information will help you spot opportunities down the road. But why? Maybe, exactly. But why? Not to cut you off. Yeah. Because you're saying a lot of great things, but I think those are the things people have heard before. Hey, constantly be learning. Hey, always be selling. Always be learning. Always, you know, yeah, 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 cool. Hey, why though? So going into first person, yep. why does Eli continue to still learn? Why does Eli can, you know, continue to, to seek growth? Yep. You know what Dude, I mean? For I mean, for me, if we're yeah. talking why. Well, I think that's what people might want to hear. I think yeah, it's heard, all, I think as far as like just understanding, like always be learning, always be growing. Like, yeah, 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 I get it. Thanks, Tony Robbins. Yep. I think people have heard that. I think what people need to hear more of is people that have found a way to do that. Yep. Hey, what's making you do that? What's making so, you tick? So for me, that was like purely pain-based, dude. Just being fucking broke, <laughs> having started three, four about four different businesses by the time I was like 23 of course they all fail because I'm a stupid ass 23 year old starting businesses and I'm going into debt over every single one of these businesses that fails and it's just it's a whole fucking mess so you're just sick and tired of it, being sick it and started tired. off with the drive to just not want to work for somebody else and, and where then, did that come from uh dude I don't know I don't know. Yeah, I never wanted to. Maybe we should talk about. I that. knew since I was six years old that I God what that, that I didn't hey, want to that I didn't want to go to college. I knew that like oh, being, okay. a, being a six year old and like you were six years old. Yeah. So you're as soon as I learned what college is, I'm like, yep, no. So you're sitting down with Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Right. And he's talking to you about the Mickey Mouse Club. I just knew that and I was like, not, hey. like it started with that. Like I'm just like, all right, I'm not gonna go to college. I knew that. <clears throat> I didn't. How did that thought? Go? I'm so curious about that. When I was six. I was probably playing guitar with my boner <laughs> that I didn't know was a boner probably and hanging out with too. Mickey Mouse. Probably that too. Right? Like I just didn't like school, dude. So that was like <laughs> Okay. That was uh So let's see. It, so even like so when you say you didn't like school, like you didn't like kindergarten. Because you were in kindergarten when you were six, right? Whenever the fuck you're in regular school. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> I'm, the fuck in regular I'm school trying to dive in ass. so people <laughs> so people can like first grade, second grade, whatever. Who doesn't that like is. kindergarten, man? Like you're a you're a 
Yeah, devious. I remember specifically like second grade, and it was probably because I changed schools that year too. Um, that I was just like, yeah, I don't like school. Uh, and I did okay and all that. But again, I just knew from a very young age I didn't want to be. <clears throat> How was that thought, man? I'm so curious. How was that thought like through junior high and high school? Mm-hmm. Obviously, that thought continued, right? Because you're still supporting that to mm-hmm. this day. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what were you thinking back then? Uh, I just knew that I didn't need to go to college. I knew I didn't okay. want to be a doctor. I knew I didn't want to do that. And I'm but like, you, man, I can figure out a way to make money. But you got through junior high. Yeah. You got through high school. Yep. That's what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Like a big piece for me, so sorry not to use you yeah, as an example, yeah. well, as a success story. Yeah. <clears throat> a big piece for me, man, is, you know, like, oh, man, when you when you don't work a day in your life because you love it so much, or, like, or if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Like, cool, man, that's so catchy mm-hmm. on, like, a commercial or the back of a T-shirt, you know, cool. But there are things about your days that you're not going to like. Like, there's, there's parts of... You know, no matter how much you love something, like even baseball for me or wh- or whatever, like there was parts about it that were not fun. So what I'm getting at is, especially for our young audience, right? Like, yeah. hey, I knew college wasn't for me when I was six. Yeah, fuck school. Hey, listen, I still graduated high school. Mm-hmm. Like I still got through what society would consider mm-hmm. like the minimum, right? So mm-hmm. what I'm getting at is like, that's part of what we're talking about today. Staying hungry or staying, you know, staying on point. Obviously not a school guy, but you got through junior high, you got through high school. Why? Dude, well, and here's the thing. Every fucking day, like, I'm not the entrepreneur that, like, entrepreneurs in my DNA. Like, I just, I, I need to do this or all, this is my oxygen, you know? Like, I'm not like that at all, dude. Like, the type of guy that you said who can't take a hour off because he'll get anxiety, right? Not me. If I could, like, snowboard all day and, like, smoke weed, eat Cheetos go lift, go do jujitsu. I would do that a thousand percent. Yeah. Therefore, every single day that we're building our business and we are six, like I'm literally doing shit every day that I don't want to fucking do. Right. But I know it's leading me toward this, this result. Not that I'm going to be lazy and smoke weed and do jujitsu all day and snowboard, but just the ability to, to just have, <coughs> have freedom, that freedom, man. Man. do whatever just, business you want. Yeah. Well, and just having the freedom of like, Hey man, if I, if I want to like get out of my own head for a couple of days and go snowboard, I do it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like we've mm-hmm. got a friend, Kenny, um, runs his fiber optic company with his wife and like they grind. But if he's like, Hey, I'm out for a day. Like, dude, yeah, we're like on Facebook and the yeah. dude sends me a picture of a truck or something. I'm like, where are you at? No, we saw him like two hours prior. First dude, of all, falling asleep on the couch. Yeah, dude, <laughs> he he's, bro. He had taken a couple like hard <laughs> phone calls. He was, Remember, yeah. he took a he took a couple hard phone calls and we're talking to his wife. We're getting some stuff done on the resolution. All good. And he's like, gets done with like a phone call and then he's napping it. Yep. Apparently, that was a power nap prior to Uber taking him to DIA. Yep. Or the fucking plane leaving out of his backyard I didn't see, That's right? Like, funny. Because a couple hours later, he's in Vegas at the SEMA auto show. Yeah. And I was like, hey. so funny. Where the, where, what? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, was this today? Like, no invite? And he goes, hey, you just got to stay focused on selling my house. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Motherfucker, I get it. I get it. <laughs> so but like. Funny. What are you, E.T.? That shit's hilarious. Fuck, man. Yeah, dude. Just out, you know, e. but I... <laughs> dude, I don't know how I got That's there. Funny. little bicycle over oh, the moon. Shit. Um, But he just bounced and, like, <laughs> we talked. And we've talked before, man, about just, like, getting away for the weekend. And I do like the freedom of that, of, like, yeah. hey, grind as much as you want, all you want. But then at any time, if I feel like I've got to pull the plug and, and just zone out, yep. 
do so. Yep. You know, and I think that's the freedom. Like, I think entrepreneurship is just like a, a condensed level of like just adulting as well. Mm -hmm. Because you like when you go to work, you're accountable to stuff. Right. Yep. And like you have to go even even when you don't want to, you have to. In the entrepreneur world, that's like moving out of your parents house and you're on your own. Like you don't mm -hmm. have to do anything. Mm -hmm. um, that's a good point. But if you want to be successful, you do. Right. So there's things that I'm accountable to. Yeah. But it's not a boss. But yep. I'm accountable to making sure I take care of my family. Yep. I'm accountable to make sure I take care of myself. I'm accountable to make sure that I'm proficient and prepared for our agents, mm -hmm. but that's got to come within me because yep. there's nobody that's making me go when yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. If I don't want to go, I just stay in bed then. Yeah. Right. And there's been days where I'm like, Hey bro, I'm taxed out. Happy Friday. Mm -hmm. Suck it easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. And then we, you know, we, we brain dump and we're good with it, but there's just a lot of like that self-motivation that comes with entrepreneurship Dude, part that, of and it, you got to like, find what it is. A lot of it too. Um, and this is the part that I think is DNA. Like, you're, you're really athletic. You're really good at the things you do. You're really good at. You're really naturally good at a lot of things. Uh, I like learning to get good at things. Mm -hmm. Like, that's kind of what it stems from. And business is just another one of those things. Like, it started off, like, you know, I guess with drums or whatever is kind of the first thing I stuck with long enough to get good at um, fitness and now business. And it's kind of like business. I just want to get good at business. And when you want to get yeah. good at something, you're on YouTube watching <clears throat> watching shit, educating yourself. You're wanting to get books. You're wanting to actually learn the skill, right? A commitment to it. Yeah. Right? Like and when you want to do something, you're taking it serious. Yeah, exactly. And you just, <clears throat> the, the desire for knowledge. Like, I really yeah. think it just comes down to just, I want to learn. 100%. Right. And I think that's bled into everything that we do. And it, and it is, man. Like, we have... Um, <clears throat> I've got this public speaking coming up, mm -hmm. right? Like, we've, we've mm -hmm. been networking with some, some guys that are pretty substantial. And my first talk... 2020 is is hitting the stage in new york yep <clears throat> and that was cool to hear about and obviously eli's coming with me and like um you know i'll be the monkey on stage in front of my <laughs> mouth and whatnot but there's He'll a lot of symbols like clapping yeah, yeah that's yeah. exactly what i'm doing right? <laughs> but there's a lot of business to business and relationship yeah. building like you know oh, cool i'm on the stage for an hour and a half awesome but there's gonna be things after that and things before that business to business with the guys that are, you know, have invited mm -hmm. us out to build mm -hmm. that relationship and continue to grow because it'll open up other doors for, for more. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so obviously, you know, Eli's coming with that, but man, I'm so motivated about that. And it is contagious getting like just finding your competitive nature. So I think finding yourself within whatever you're doing, like I've got to find the Marine or the baseball or the, what, you know, the competitiveness of being a cop and finding a bad guy, whatever yep. that tenacity I have, you know, that, that fuels me. I got to figure out a way to do that in business. So what's my next endeavor? Like not bringing anybody down, not shoving people or stabbing people in the back on my way up. I want to build people on my way up, but I've mm -hmm. got to find like that competitive nature for that next relationship. Yeah. And it's a chess game because you don't want to just go forcing business. Like yeah, it's got to be with the right people. So it's very strategic. So what I do like about business, which is different than most things we've done, you know, my, there are some things with the Marine Corps that were very similar. Um, you know, like a battlefield or certain, mm. certain stuff, man, but like in business and I relate this to like, let's use like a video game, like Minecraft. Sure. <clears throat> if you go super far left or super far right for our generation of video games, at some point you hit a wall Yeah. It's and like, like the, yeah, the code yeah. just doesn't go any further. Go back yeah. the other way. Right. Yeah. You're like, okay. So within this parameter, you know, yeah. Build your little houses and yada, yada, like within business, man, there are no rules there's mm -hmm. etiquette and law don't get me wrong but mm -hmm. you know what i'm getting mm -hmm. at but there's no like rules of who you can talk to who you can't talk to you know there are no walls man yep. like this yep. is an unlimited battlefield unlimited mm -hmm. potential unlimited risk yep 
So it's, it, there's a chess game to it, and it's all about relationships and, and being true to yourself while doing some promotions mm-hmm. and different stuff. But I love just the dynamics and the layers of business. It's so deep. It's a lot more complex than most people realize. It is. And it makes you proud to be successful at it because yeah. you start realizing why most people are not successful at it. So yeah. I, I get like that competitiveness out of me. I'm learning yeah. how to apply that productively yeah. to business. So that's one of my points. Well, that's a, what keeps yeah, me. Dude, that's it, one of the things that keeps me going. When people start to look at business and entrepreneurship like a skill set like that, right? And when you I think when you look at it like a skill set, you kind of look at it like golf or something or basketball, like something you just like when you look at it that way, you understand you're not going to be good right out of the gate. And guys, there are a lot of nuances to running business that you just wouldn't think of. It's not just setting up your LLC and putting an ad on Facebook and then selling a product. There's just relationships and communication and there's a balance of not getting walked on, but then not walking on people and knowing who to let in and who to keep at a distance. And then the and momentum, dude, dude momentum. we're, we're yeah. talking to you on a podcast. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. podcast was not planned. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. was not something you and I started day one that we also don't make any money on. And we yeah. put a lot of money into, <clears throat> we put a lot of time into. Yeah. Well, we don't make any money directly on. Yeah. So correct. for example, right. right. Like going to New York, that's a paid yep. public appearance. Yep. Okay. Yep. How Right. So, no, we have no sponsorships and we're making no money on our podcast. However, it's a platform that allows us to scale who we are. Mm-hmm. It's long form content so people can get a feel of who we are and what we're all about. And it gives us enough to articulate thought through a process or a topic mm-hmm. that we're speaking to, which has promoted mm-hmm. our ability and what we're at, which yeah. has created relationships, which yep. has created some of that stuff that yeah. we're doing for yeah. 2020. Yeah. So that's what I also want to get at is like, stop looking for a direct ROI. When we talk about relationships or other things, like you can just, you just got to understand, like there's not always going to be the quid pro quo, yeah. right? There's yeah. something for something. There's a lot of things you're going to do and it's very indirect mm-hmm. that grows your business. And there's a lot of things you're going to do that don't grow your business at all. And it was just, a learning experience and you're so oh, fuck cool write that one up but that is going to grow your business because now you know what not to do <laughs> which is. gives you time and energy to go it do something is. else that does work so it does help it, it does make it. you money right yeah, like now you're start, like the process of elimination you know is huge so that's one of mine so finding who you are right what mm-hmm. makes you competitive or what makes you what hat are you putting on right like are you do you consider yourself a professional if not, are you seeking to be a professional in whatever you're doing? Just having that mindset naturally is going to help you be a lot more competitive as far as how you approach your entrepreneurship, right? Something else that I've written down here as well. And I, man, I, I, you know, you wrote, you've got pain. I've got some, some goals here long-term. Another big one for me, and it's cliche, so it bothers me to even say it almost to a point, <laughs> but because it's so true, I say yeah. it kind of like, kind of like a clock tattoo, <laughs> okay, look, or there's compass so, or something. Yeah, like a yeah. compass tattoo. Like, yeah. look, they're so cliche now. However, if you've always wanted one yeah. and that's means something to you, then you should still get it. Yeah. So this is cliche, but because I do stand by it and because it it literally has been a foundation for me day in and day out with everything that I've done, I still want to talk about it, you know, and I try to articulate it to make it not so cliche or hopefully mm-hmm. I can say something, you know in a manner that makes sure that it, it doesn't become cliche like I think it's going to, but this is your circle of people, mm-hmm. <clears throat> right? Like, oh, the five people you surround yourself with is you. Yeah, <clears throat> cool. That's that cliche statement. And I do think it's true. It is. And you might be around more than just five people because of business, and I get that, but like your core people, five, six, eight people, whatever, your, your core people. Mm-hmm. I want to, like, if I'm putting the right people around me, Gavin, 
Tosh, mm -hmm. Alex, mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, I can't keep wearing my high school varsity Letterman jacket <laughs> talking about <laughs> right, that. Right, I right. can't keep just talking about the Marine Corps and, and what I was if I'm not applying it to what I'm doing now and getting better. Yep. Like, I can't call Gavin, every, you know, him and I having conversations every week and I'm mm -hmm. helping whatever we're doing. And, like, after a significant amount of time, right, like he's just like, oh, hey, so you're, oh, so you're kind of doing the same thing. Yep. Or like yep. if we never grew, I guarantee you, man, I'm not talking to that guy once a week. Yeah. Because yeah. he he doesn't have space for me. Right. He's not being a jerk. He's not. But I know his priorities. I know where he wants to go. He's already, you know, he's already he's 25 years in the business, mm -hmm. man. He's crushing, but he still wants more. And he's constantly growing too. And he, dude, he's really good at. He's one of the guys, man. He's one of our friends. Where I go, man, he's got a system and he sticks to it. Yep. And I don't mean like this black and white system. I just mean his core fundamentals of who he is as a father who yep. he is in his profession, yep. how he surrounds himself with people, how he how he treats his relationships, very important yep. if you are close to him. But if you are close to him, he wants productive people around him. Yeah. He wants people that are bettering themselves, that are moving forward, because not only does he want to help you move forward, it's also contagious, right? And mm -hmm. I believe the same thing. So I like just the accountability in my head, and maybe some people aren't accountable to this, maybe some people settle, we see this a lot in relationships, right? You gain 15 pounds because you got a girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Or you got boy, someone right? to eat ice cream with. And watch yeah, and don't family get me wrong. Guy. Hey, Kate and I love that shit. But I also want to make sure, like, I'm still yeah. progressing, right? So what I'm talking about is, you know, the type of people that I have surrounded myself with, they're very high-level people yeah. that I just can't afford to be. I can have a lazy day. I can have an off day. It's all good. I mean, collectively, year in and year out. I can't be a lazy, non-functioning yeah, dude around these happen. guys because yeah. there's no room for me at that at that table. They have no room for me at that table. So just being around guys that help me get more forward, right? Yep. Yep. More forward. Help me get forward. I'm using too many words here, which means I'm blabbing. <laughs> just being around guys yeah. that want to help you move forward in life. But that also are moving forward, and just that momentum of being around hard, you know, high-level dudes, man, like. Mm -hmm. That I do think, and so when I'm when I'm talking today about like okay, like yeah, always be learning, always be seeking more. I love giving a tip, not just give you that statement. Hey, yeah. always be learning. Thanks, Will. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. No, How I want to say, hey, that? listen, the five or six people that I have around me, whether I see them every day, like an Eli, mm -hmm. I I talk or see them once a week, like a Gavin. I talk or see them every ninety days, like a Tosh. You know, they're super important people to me. I don't necessarily need to see everyone every single day, but I know that they're out there. I see them on their social media. I'm talking to them on the phone. Yep. They're always moving forward. They're always attacking their goals. They're always taking care of their families and doing what they, and like that right there yeah. just makes me know like, hey, I'm relevant too, man. Like I like it gives me perspective yep. on, hey, this is this is the seat at the table I have. I better be doing my part. So when I'm talking, like, I want to have something. To, not keeping up with the Joneses. Don't get me wrong. Not, like, buying buying materialistic shit and keeping up with the Joneses. I don't mean that. But just keeping up with high-level dudes and making sure that I'm moving forward. That accountability works for me. Yeah. Knowing that what people, like, the people that I respect, knowing yeah. that what they think of me is important gets my ass out yeah. of bed. Yeah. Gets my ass to my goals. Makes me do things. That I don't necessarily want to do, but it's needed for the business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude, people that are important in my life, what they think of me matters. Yeah. And I want them to know that, hey, like the Gavins and the Toshes, dude, they've helped me. Yep. So if I'm not showing that they've helped me, well, now, like, they're just wasting their time on me. Yeah. Well, I need to show what I'm doing. And, 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 and that's it, how I tick. So we're getting yeah. in. Sorry, I didn't mean no, to keep good. talking here. Yeah. But that's so that's one of a that's a key 
piece for me that makes me tick. The people that are close to me, that I love, that are important to me, what they think of me matters. And Mm -hmm. them knowing that, them seeing that they've helped me, not just me saying it, but them seeing that they've contributed, those factors, man, are super important to me. So because that's how I tick, I stay close to that and I Mm -hmm. stay in tune with that, right? Because it helps me do the shit sometimes that's not fun that you don't want to do. I get those things done because that's in my head. Well, man. And it makes sense, dude. It's like, again, using the gym as an example, it's like, are you going to go get lifting advice from the skinniest dude with the bands in the corner? No, you talk to the big ass fucking dude. Yeah. Chances are he's real fucking friendly and he's going to help you out. And then he's going to be the one that's calling you a bitch when you're not there. And he's going to be pushing you and spotting you when you're there. It just makes sense to surround yourself with those people. And I mean, it's funny you see it so black and white physically in bodybuilding you start hanging out with big dudes chances are you're going to be the next big guy it's no difference and no different in success and business you start hanging out with those people and here's the thing too if you're the one not growing it becomes real apparent real quick give it six months in a group of friends you start seeing the one guy who's like left behind still asking everyone if they want to play call of duty i mean if everyone just is not growing, growing. Yeah. just not growing you're still there and everyone else is like nah dude i'm doing this hey nope. how was hey, that event you were gonna do oh man yeah. well the weather was bad uh-huh. And, uh-huh. oh did you reschedule it no uh, yeah oh so it's not even just call of duty it's like <laughs> it's it's like just yeah dude not following through and then those guys are gonna have less and less need or, or yeah. want to to validate for you man or, yep. or put you on the map and yep those things matter. So yeah. I think as far as like getting that initial like identity, right? Of like just what makes you competitive, what makes you want to chase business, but how do you keep that more like I think people have that, but then I, it gets hard, okay? And like you get to a certain level and then you start coasting and you start kind of resting. I think a lot of those guys need help. Like we're always and I mean we, I mean like society or just mm-hmm. entrepreneurs blanket statement. We tend to talk to the new entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and all that stuff. But what about the guys that have been in it for a couple of years that have made a little bit of money and they're coasting? It's super important of like just understanding control measures that need to be in place that continue to like move that momentum. You got to keep moving the needle like, oh, well, how? You have to. And hey, well, what if I'm the most successful guy around? you haven't looked. Mm-hmm. There's always more people you can network with yep. or, or be introduced to that can keep you pushing. Yep. But for me, important people, what they think of me, me being good to my word, man, that's so important to yeah. me. It does push me, pushes well, me big time. For me, my daily, kind of my daily driver per se, as far as like, why the fuck am I so obsessed every single day with like just getting shit done? Again, I think part of it comes from being being lazy and just wanting to fucking get it done so that I can get there faster. But when I was about 24 years old, I remember I finally like admitted to myself and outwardly like to my wife, it came out of my mouth like, we're going to be millionaires. Like that was the first time I ever like even let it cut them out of my mouth. And I remember feeling super Whoa. weird when I even said it. But it happened because I've, that was when I finally realized it was possible. I had started listening to podcasts and shit like that and hearing all these stories of all these normal people that just applied themselves at something over five or 10 years and then got these amazing businesses um, and doing really well. And I found out it was possible. And for me, just like when I did my first like bodybuilding show, the only reason I did that is because I wanted a damn six pack. I just wanted to know that it was possible. Yeah. Now that I know- You came in super- Now nice. that I know- Thank you, man. Super shredded. Now that I know it's possible- a plus B equals C. Okay, I figured that out, right? Then it's just, it's easy because it's like every day you're not doing what you know you should be doing. True. 
But let's bah. go. A le- le- okay, so there's a good there's a good lesson in here because I hey A plus B equals C. True. However, one thing that Eli is not mentioning is you had to learn your body. Oh and yeah. Like, like when you were going through, like hey yeah, I had to do my diet and my cardio, my exercise. Yeah yeah yeah. Yep, true. How and being consistent. However, mm-hmm. where you start writing your own book, where you stop reading. And you start writing is, yeah, you got to get to the gym and get the training done. You got to get to the gym and get your mm-hmm. cardio done. And, hey, how well do I respond to white rice? Mm-hmm. Is, brown, is brown rice different mm-hmm. than white rice? How's my body respond to brown rice? What about a baked potato? It's all of that. What about grits? Like, you have to understand, like, when you're looking at the types of diets you're going to use, you know, to, to become successful at that level as far as hitting a bodybuilding stage. Some guys are super high fat diet. Yep. And you know, some, dude, you, some guys are like Branch Warren eating 600, 700 grams of carbohydrates a day and he's losing weight too quickly. Like, and but dude, he just responds. And that, that is here. And that is such a typical business. Like that's such a good uh, business analogy because the only, the best way to figure that out, you got to do a whole goddamn show yeah. without changing anything. Yeah. And then you do the next show, make one little tweak, the next show, make one little tweak. Yeah. So that's like three to six months of prep just to come in flat on show day. Three to six months of prep just yeah. to realize you do but, better on high carb, low fat. And you got to track it. That way you all know like those it. variables, right? So it's the same thing in business. When you want to try an event or you want to try certain things in business, you got to allow those efforts to bloom, right? Like you yep. have to be consistent enough to understand that, hey, it's not ironic. It wasn't the weather. It wasn't this. It Like, hey, we have tried this for a consistent amount of time. And we figured out like consistently something's not working. Yep. Then yeah, you got you got to change. And you may do all that work, and like I said, come in flat and just ruin the whole show. But hey, but you're flat. not you're ru- or you know you're exactly. ruining that show. But like hey, no, like you're just gonna be better for the next. But yep. you you again when we talk about stop reading and start writing, there's a ton to read. There are some things about bodybuilding and prepping for a show that you're gonna read and you're gonna learn from. But at the end of the day. You got to go do your training. Yes. What do you respond to? Even down to the type of workout. Some guys. Their, their, their muscle fibers trigger better on dumbbells in a bar. Yep. Like incline bench press yep. versus incline dumbbell press. Like there's just different things that people respond to better. Hence why there's so many damn workouts out there. There's so many variations. There's so many trainers doing yeah. so many different things because at the end of the day, not everybody's going to respond. Like the, the ideology behind training and how muscle fibers tear and recover and shit like that. Yes, yeah, scientifically, there's things there. Mm-hmm. How you get your body to trigger how you get your body to respond to a movement that you're trying to execute, that's where there's a ton of variables. trying shit. And if you're not putting that work in, right, then you're just not going to figure out how that applies to you specifically, right? So super important, again, when we're talking about when you, you know, stop reading, start writing, same thing in business. Like you've got to start, yes, there's key fundamentals to business. There are some, but there's Mm -hmm. a lot of variables and there's there's just a lot of like getting stuck in the weeds on, what you could try and what, Oh, shiny objects. Ooh, more classes. Oh, more training. Hey, more of this. Like, no man, like you got to get some of those fundamentals down and be consistent and figure out like, Hey man, what's working. And then yeah. why? Like we get, and I've been saying this all year when's like failing. I think people are like super accepting, you know, that it's okay to fail now. I think mm-hmm. there's been enough on Instagram and, and social media that like we are almost too excited to fail. Okay. <laughs> like, fuck man. Yeah. Like don't don't be that excited, okay? Yeah. Like still still understand you should be mad, try yeah, mad or frustrated. Like still be frustrated or You're trying to win that yeah. you fail, but just like, understand and accept that maybe this should be a podcast, but accepting the fact that failure is a part of the process. However, being overly excited about it because Gary V says that he loves failing, I mean, 
Yeah, okay, fine. I'm not going to speak for the guy. He'd also scream at an eight-year-old if they got a shot on him in basketball. Exactly. So yeah. his competitive side and like, I think he loves to fail because he knows what's going to come after it because he's a process of elimination. Yep. He's figured out something that hasn't worked, which gives him energy and motivation to try something else that he's now even more confident will work, right? So, but with that being said, we're super okay with like failing now, in my opinion, mm -hmm. from what I've seen. But what we don't talk about is like when something works, mm -hmm. are you looking at that? Mm -hmm. Or are you just slapping a high five? Like, no, oh, hey, I got to celebrating sale. the fucking win to even know what That's you did. That's the problem. Like, oh, I got a lead. I got a sale or I got something. Like, hey, cool, right? Like, hey. Hey, so you've done that three times. Like, are you are you seeing a pattern here? Yeah. What's working? Because if you can triple down on that, you're going to be a lot more successful, a lot quicker. Yeah. Versus closing 12 different deals a certain way before you even open your eyes to what's happening. If you start seeing a pattern early on, you want to not necessarily put all your egg, eggs in one basket, but you want to pay attention to where there's some momentum. Yeah. And you want to pay attention to what's working, not yeah. just... Okay, guys, we failed. Why? Yeah, Does that makes sense. Yeah. And there's yeah. a couple statements Tosh left on his post today, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna read these. If you guys don't follow Tosh Crooked Butterfly on Instagram, man, like you're missing out. Super accredited dude. I'll let you kind of read about him if you like. But it's Brian Shantosh. Um, great guy, great person. Um, as much as I would love to gloat for him and, and brag about who this guy is, um, that's not what he's about. And man, like you know, I knew this guy in the Marine Corps. I'm even more proud to know him as a outside the Marine Corps and just as a human being, you know, and just how far just some of his, you know, when he's writing on Instagram or he's, you know, putting up his, his podcast, man, I could take one sentence from that guy and it rides me for a year. Mm -hmm. And I think mm -hmm. about it and it, the, the influence that, that he has and the ability he has to trigger a thought in some of us, I think is super powerful, man. So I'm, I'm more excited that I know him out and just mm -hmm. as a person versus, you know, him as a Marine and his accolades there. So you know, I don't want to do any any dis. I, I would hate to brag about his Marine Corps mm -hmm. stuff and do him a disservice as a person, right? Mm -hmm. I think it would. I think it would do him a disservice. So, but he wrote something interesting today, man, and it's he titled it "Refusing to Be Lost," right? Um, and it says, "I'm working on something, trying to find a way to uh, to parcel it out nice." It's, so here here's like the meat and potatoes of it. Part A: Stop limiting performance based on artificial, linear, neat cute, organized, or um, impertinent fabrications. Hmm. Stay present, feel, observe, interpret, respond, right? Like, stop limiting performance based on artificial linear. Hmm. Like, dude, this motherfucker. I so fucking hate how he writes. Dude, he's so good at thought. <laughs> yeah, 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 I can tell. That, that fucker can yeah. write a sentence. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, hold on, hold, hold on a minute. Stop limiting performance based on artificial linear. So do you know what linear is? Linear, like, just, like, rules, rule sets. Like, sure. Yeah, like. But the biggest thing is just artificial, like, don't, you know, so this is just, like, when you're doing your performance, like, don't limit yourself just based off of, like, your mind's mind, how it starts speaking to you and telling you that you've done enough or it's not pot. Like, just just so much to that. So, and it kind of sounds like you're saying, like, don't ignore intuition in, in your feel, in your own yeah. gut versus you're trying to put like these cute organized little rule sets on what you're doing. Yeah. And just, yeah. Or that you're good enough. You know, like if you set out to do something and, and you wanted to do 20 minutes of cardio, so yeah. you did 15, but you feel super good at 15. Like don't necessarily talk yourself out of continuing yeah, to do yeah, your yeah, 20, yeah, right? Yeah. Yep. Ton of different ways how you can see it. That's how I see it. Um, you know, feel, absorb, interpret, respond. Think about that. Mm -hmm. Stay present feel absorb mm -hmm. interpret respond mm -hmm. huge mm -hmm. 
right? Mm-hmm. By the way, I, t- I taught him all of this. <laughs> <laughs> Part B, only take pause for the minimum amounts of mojo required to facilitate renewed action. That's what you were talking about earlier. It is. Yeah. Momentum is a critical ingredient to tenacity. Mm-hmm. Okay, like take that how you may, but, you know, only take a pause for a minimum amount. So when we were talking about like, hey, just, hey, I love disconnecting for a couple hours every day. And then, you know, if I got to get back to a couple emails in the evening, hey, cool, right? And then I get a shower, I go to bed, fucking ready that next day mm-hmm. versus like overloading myself to the point to where like, you know, I, I, I need several days off or, or, right? Like detaching every day for a half a day. Yeah. Cause that's yeah. also like what you, if you're taking this, like I'm taking this to a level further. Cause I, I know the guy and I know how he elaborates and I know how I elaborate on his statements and I try to take it one step further for myself. But if we're taking it right at face value, only take minimum, uh, only take pause for the minimum amount of mojo required to facilitate renewed action. Momentum is a critical ingredient to tenacity. So this is saying like, Hey, only take what you need. Yeah. Right. Like once you refresh, you refresh, right? Yeah. Like, you know what a big, you know, a big one, you know, a fucking big one. Look, if you if you get to bed at a, at a decent time or whatever, and you wake up and it's five a.m. or six a.m. and you feel good, don't lay yeah. back down and yeah. do another yeah. ninety minutes. And you wake yeah. up all groggy or yeah, whatever. Like, exactly hey, it. hey, hey, like you feel good. Don't overthink this. Yeah. you got the minimum. You wake up, you're fresh. You don't normally wake up at, at six or at five thirty, but you feel good to go. Like, hey, ride that momentum. Yep. Take that. Take where, like, take that where it may. You lose figure steam, out. man. You lose steam if you do that. Hundred percent. Right. Yeah. So that's big. Part C. It requires significantly more energy to manage those moments than it does to deny them opportunity to manifest, especially so if you let them root. Read that again. It requires significantly more energy to manage those moments Mm. than it does to deny them opportunity. Mm. He's talking about when you rest too long, right? Yeah. 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 You know, and just moments in general are like having to manage things versus just letting them die. Yeah. Yep. You know, and yep. then like once you let something die, you know, that rooting. Dude, and, and shit sneaks in, man. If you let yourself, like, let's say you let yourself take that little extra too long a break, right? And then that allows just these extra little things to slip through because you give yourself the perception of having time or something. So you get that call from the buddy who wants to have drinks after work or something. If you're already kind of in that rest mode, you, you're a hundred times more likely to say yes, which I mean, just it lets more little things slip in and slip in, slip in. You let that go unchecked for a little bit. Fuck, man. You're back to square one, starting over. 100%. Uh, Part D. Resist redefining the win during the moods. It's the mind's mind begilding you to settle for defeats as a a prettied, uh, as a (laughs) prettied up um, concession. As mm. so, mm. as like you thinking that up, right? So, so he is, read that again for those of you that are better at reading than I am. Apparently, resist, resist redefining the win during yeah. the moods. So, just take that right there. Yeah. Like, so, so when he says redefining the win, I take it to mean like, oh, like I didn't win the game, but I won this little part of it, and that's a win for me. Yeah, and I mean it's a great question for him too. But I, I already know like what Tosh is thinking too. Like when you read what he what he writes, it's open ended too to a point of like yeah. Well, it makes he wants you to take like he's man he's such an advocate on just wanting you to have your own thoughts. Yeah, wanting you to be a thinker, and I'm big on that too. I I mean I'm a pedigree of of leaders like him from the Marine Corps. 
Um, so I think he wants you like, hey, man, however you take this and it makes you mm-hmm. better, great, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this can also be taken as, you know, so resist redefining the win during the moods, right? It's the mind's mind beguiling you to settle mm-hmm. for defeat. For not an actual win. Or, right, for not an actual win. Yeah. But that could also be like not even just winning the game. That could be a goal you have set. Exactly, yeah. Okay, so that could be like I'm going to lose 60 pounds in, in six months. Mm-hmm. And because like you're in a certain mood or you're you're super low calorie and like it's the yeah. first time you've ever done that. And because like you're in this funk or you're in this mood, you start changing your diet to 50 yeah. or 40 yeah. or your, your goal to 50 or 40. Like you're redefining the win. So yes. you're redefining your goal Based off of this mood that you're in, yeah. like that's your mind's mind talking shit to you, yep. allowing that to be acceptable. And that's it where you too, man. It that dirty you. little bitch. Yeah, right. Dude, it that's tells that you, dirty oh, little bitch. Uh, hey, you did cardio three days this week. Yep. You're good to have that. But what was the goal? Yeah. Like when you and I talk, hey, every time you go to the gym, you're doing your 20 minutes of cardio. Right. Period. It's not every time you go to the gym, and if you do it every time this week, next week you don't have to. No, bitch. We right. said every time you go to. Oh, did you go to the gym? Oh, you did. Did you do cardio? No. Problem. Right. There right, is no right. reward. There is no if you do it for the entire week, yeah. you don't have to do it next week. There is no, hey, man, I went to the gym 100 times, so yeah. on 101, I don't have to. No, no, no. And there is no cherry on top, bitch. It's called life, right? Like, this This is just reoccurring. So, But that was big for me, man. You know, not that I not that I allow this to creep into my head. And guys, understand I have a head start, right? Like, I, I did a long time in the Marine Corps, you know, with, with you know, I had Tosh as a leader for a bit. And some other guys mm-hmm. that were extremely stellar and you know so i've just this is kind of my pedigree but mm-hmm. i do like it man resist def- redefining the win yeah during the moods right yeah. so mind's mind be gilding you to settle for defeat it's tricky man right like it's good Your man like it's tricky dude it is it does start playing tricks on you it does want you to settle it does want you to break and this is where like controlling you know like just controlling your mind and controlling your thoughts and protecting them we talk about that a lot. Like, mm-hmm. what does that mean? And then, but this is also where I want to provide tools, right? Like, listen to his podcast. Listen, you know, read what that guy has to write. Listen to our podcast if you're listening right now. Like, w- read what we write. You're, you've got to be resourceful and fall back on reminders. So when you are in those moods or you are going through something difficult and you don't necessarily see your your light at the end of the tunnel per se, hey. That's when your mind's mind starts creeping in those thoughts. Mm-hmm. That's when you start getting fucking weak, and that's mm-hmm. when you got to find control measures to make sure that you you have a system in play that doesn't allow that. And yeah. as much as I talk about, hey, listen, get emotional about a goal. Don't get emotional about a process. Once you've got a process in play, hey, day in and day out, apply that process. However, I do understand because I've been through a ton of processes in my life. I do understand it's extremely difficult not to be emotional during the process sometimes, okay? Like, I understand that. That's where reading, mm-hmm. that's where falling back on on wise men's words, if mm-hmm. you, you know, if you want to listen to those, that's where you can be resourceful and fall back on some material like that where, hey, it's still good to read. Like, hey, stop reading, start writing. Yes, we definitely want you to start writing and going through your own trials and tribulations and, and finding resolve for yourself. However, still super beneficial while you're in your own your own you know contest with yourself or your yeah. goals whatever it may be it's still good to to still read and still find resources so when yeah. you're you know when you got a guy like Tosh that says hey when you're here this is going to happen mm-hmm. when this starts happening don't let it yep 
Yep. Stick to like in for me a great phrase, right? Like die on your own sword. If you got a goal, I'm gonna lose sixty pounds in six months. Cool. Look, man, you gotta die on your own sword. Don't change it to 50. Don't change it to 40. Like you gotta do everything within your power to mm-hmm. stick to that. And any thought of settling mm-hmm. or not completing or whatever it may be needs to go. Yep. Now, at that at day number 60, and you jump on that scale, let the call, let the let the cards fall where they may. And then deal with it, cross that bridge when you get there. Mm-hmm. But allowing those, allowing those thoughts to kind of creep in your head during that process is not productive. However, right, like having experience there, I understand how easy it is to let thoughts creep in mm-hmm. and then allow those thoughts to become out of hand. Mm-hmm. Right. Like yeah. one like one cookie becomes you gotta, you one cookie be, every night. You gotta be super, super aware. And I don't know if it's habit or what of just being just aware of the thoughts that come in your head. As soon as something negative comes in my head, man, I notice it. Yeah. And, and it's like, I can choose to like, let it stay or handle it or like, Hey, just get the fuck out. Nope. Gone. And a lot of people aren't going to be there. A lot Mm -hmm. of people aren't like, you've got years of entrepreneurship and self-awareness and accountability to kind of fall back on. So do I, a lot of people just don't don't have awareness. So understand, like you do have to somewhat forgive yourself Mm -hmm. in, in, in the scope of not accomplishing everything you want to accomplish or, or maybe you accomplished, but it was ugly. Like maybe you lost the 60 pounds, but the last 14 were like rushed because you were mm-hmm. getting in and out of your own head and one week was fucked and you, ah, shit. And then you're getting back at it. Like you end up getting your goal, but it was ugly. Understand like not giving up is a huge thing. Yep. Finishing strong, starting yep. strong, like not giving up is a huge part of it. Wanting everything to be pretty, especially when you're trying mm-hmm. to get out there and accomplish some things that are just new for you, you can't necessarily expect that. No. What you should expect is your effort. Yeah. What you should expect is your resourceability, right? Just understand, like, there's going to be mistakes in yep. that process. And, and, like, and you can't necessarily have any every answer question. Like, whatever yeah. mistake you make, whatever book you read, whatever book you listened to, whatever smart person you spoke to that was helping you out, might not have ever had to handle what you just went through. Okay. Like whatever mistake you make, whatever unforeseeable circumstance happened might just be unique to you. And then you've just got to fall back on fundamentals on how to identify that and then, and then cope with it, handle it and then move forward. So not every answer is, is going to be there for you prior to your process. So if you go through something that no one's gone through before, or, or your head's in a different place, it's, it's not necessarily because you didn't resource enough you just got to understand that some things are going to be unique for you. And yes. also some things that are easy for some people are hard for others. So like when I was talking to people about boot camp, dude, some of the things that guys had mentioned to me that were super hard. Well, dude, that's predicated on their fears. Mm-hmm. Some of that stuff was a breeze for me. Yeah. Right. Like I've had guys tell me that OC spray, which is like super strong pepper spray. Okay. They would rather get shot again. They had been shot before with really? a bullet, dude. I get it. And like, it sucked, but I was Damn. okay. I've got no C sprayed six, seven times, yeah. dude, with different units. And like, and as a leader, you're not going to say, Oh, I've done that before. I'm not doing it again. Yeah. No, if you're a leader, you're going first motherfucker. Yeah. 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 Period. Right. Yeah. But some things that guys kind of had me worked up about wasn't necessarily a big deal to me. So this is why stop reading, start, you know, start yeah. writing. This is also why it's important because look, man, like you're just different. You're you. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some things you know, that you're going to find out on your own just by going through the process, man. Yep. And and not everything of what someone else says, like, you got to remember, they're looking through their lens, through their scope, yeah. 
predicated on their fears and what was hard for them. So so don't necessarily over plan for stuff that maybe, you know, might have been difficult for someone. Understand that you going through your process is the biggest teacher there is. It is. It's you having the the ability to fall back on fundamentals to stay the course. Yeah. And that's right? where and that's where you can gather your data by doing shit. And then it's you'll learn exponentially faster when you know what to learn because mm -hmm. a lot of times you just don't know what you don't know so you read some leadership books you read some startup books whatever you start doing your shit dude and then you're like oh damn i'm actually great at what i thought i had to learn about but i'm terrible at this part or there's stuff you didn't even think about you know a great example yeah, for this yeah that's mostly it yeah the fucking gracies with jujitsu yeah uh -huh. ufc one yep 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 Ken Holy Shamrock shit. walking in, juiced out of his mind, shredded, Hunter. just a head basher, yeah, bro. Yeah. Head hunter, head basher. Yeah. And he wasn't just some tough guy. He nope. had bare knuckle fights. He had kick, like, yep. dude, he was a fighter. Legit. He was not some guy that was just all roided up that they threw in the ring. No, no, no. He was a fighter. Yeah. And that was a tournament style. Yeah. So Gracie beat several guys to get to the championship, yep. including Ken Shamrock. Yep. Twice he beat him. Yep. You don't know what you don't know. Like, Pete, dude, people had no idea about Brazilian jiu-jitsu and what the Gracies were doing, man. And, like, who could have prepared any of those guys for that stuff? And even if you would have told Ken, he might have been like, that guy is half my size. Yeah. I appreciate the heads up. Get yeah. out of my fucking uh -huh. face, He's right? got to get his own data, man. You got to get yeah. your own data. Yeah. And then, but, dude, that was now that was such a message. Yeah. Everyone went yeah. back to the drawing board. Everyone was getting into jujitsu yeah. if they were even half serious about being an ultimate fighter. But again, it just goes to show, man, like if you're not getting in there, if you're not if you're not seeing it and feeling it and going through it, like it's not gonna resonate and yeah. you're not gonna know where to make those incremental adjustments, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean And those phases do come. Like um, you know, once you apply and then it's like, Okay, I, I do need then and we'll do this periodically in our business. We'll definitely be taking steps back sometimes uh from our day to day business to make sure that we have time to learn and apply and just get better at whatever that next step is for us. So there's 100%. definitely those ebbs and flows. And you again, you just have to be ready on that. And that's where it becomes not being emotional of your goal. Um, and it's just, things just don't go the way that they, you're planning, guys. We got, like, this, we got this thing in the Marine Corps. What? Improvise, adapt, yeah. and overcome. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like. Big time. That's a good you know, fundamental right there. Well, it is because you are like, you know, and it's even in Marine Corps fitness reports, man. Like they expect you to improvise, adapt, and overcome. They they grade you on how well mm. you handle adversity and unexpected situations. Yeah. You're graded on that, which yeah. means not only are you – what the grading system means, oh, hey, by the way, we expect you to perform – in the theater of not knowing shit, but still handling it well. Yep. Understanding like, hey, we know that we can't teach you everything. Yep. We know there's going to be things that you have to adhere to on the battlefield or and as a leader that are unexpected, that are just we could not have prepared for mm -hmm. that unfold. Mm -hmm. Your ability to manage your stress, your ability to lead, your ability to improvise, adapt, and overcome, and to get creative on how you handle situations and being fundamentally sound, you're graded. And if you're graded on something in the Marine Corps, that's an expectation, by the way. Yep. I don't know how society works, yep. but they're grading you on it. In the Marine Corps, it's an expectation, which means, hey, man, this is expected of you. Mm -hmm. We expect you to perform under the most unpredictable circumstances. Yep. Fuck, man. Yeah. But guess what? Like in life, it's the same thing, man. There's things that you and I go through in business that maybe people haven't gone through yet that we know. And we yeah. just got to kind of put our heads down and, and face it and do the best that we can and, and get through it. You know, and... This also, you know, all of this stuff. So everything I'm talking about today, right? Improvising, adapting, overcoming, 
being resourceful and, and, and yes, listening as much as you can and, and yeah, get it, you know, having Tosh say things like that, that helps me. And, mm-hmm. and, and so when you are emotional, you feel yourself kind of getting emotional, like be resourceful to find people that can talk some reason into you and, yeah. uh, and Hey, you're going to feel this, yeah. right? Hey, you're going to feel this like pregnancy. Yeah. You can't, you're not going to know. So you go through pregnancy. Obviously I can't speak to it cause I don't have babies. However, how they prep you for pregnancy. Hey, you're going to feel this. Hey, this is going to happen. Hey, this is going to, Hey, first trimester is this second yep. trimester. Now, are there going to be things during your pregnancy that might be unique to you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even if they're not unique to you, even if you have a normal cookie cutter pregnancy, it's still hard. Yep. You got to go through it. And as much as people tell you first trimester is hard, maybe first trimester was a breeze for you, but third was weird. Who knows? It's going to, it's got to be your data. So improvising, adapting, overcoming, understanding how important your experience is to yourself and your own data not allowing yourself to get inside of your own head too too much, right? Mm-hmm. So don't let yourself talk talk yourself out of a goal or whatever yep. you have going on, right? Like when we were talking about Tasha's statement, you know, um, your circle of people, huge, critical. right? And then, critical. And then my, my last piece to this, my last little piece, I'll mm-hmm. let you have the end of this. You're welcome. <laughs> um, Shit, now i got to come up with something to <laughs> yeah. say. My last piece, and it always kind of boils down to it, right? But like your impression, your thoughts, your respect – your integrity with yourself mm-hmm. is huge, mm-hmm. right? Like at the end of the day, as much as I appreciate a Tosh or you or whatever, hey, look, man, I got to be able to find some things within me. I got to be able to nut up and perform and what I tell myself at night when it's quiet. The conversations I have with myself, I'm very careful. Mm-hmm. And if I need to call myself out, I call myself out. But what I think of myself, how I carry myself, how hard I push myself to have the integrity to know like that I've achieved something that was actually hard, not just getting a trophy for something. And they go, Hey, congratulations. You're this. Yeah. And I gloat about it knowing it wasn't hard for me. Yeah. And like, Hey, is that, is that award even accredited or should I just go ahead and gloat about it? Cause it looks cool. What does that say to my integrity? Everyone else is going to go, Hey, cool, man. Like that's a great award, man. You guys are awesome. But maybe it's not, maybe behind the scenes, it's not a great award mm-hmm. and it's not accredited. And you don't have to be that substantial to get it. Do you allow yourself to gloat and market that and do certain things? <clears throat> now it's okay to market. If you get an award, you get an award. Be respectful. I had to talk to Tosh about that, man. Yeah. I was I was having some uh, heartburn over something, and yeah. he was able to to talk to me and give me a different perspective. But yeah, at the good. same time, okay, so market those awards and cool. But if you start believing your own bullshit, that's too much, the problem, right? right? There. Like that's where you got to yeah. be super careful because if you actually. Dude, there's things I earn, man, in the gym. Like, if I get two extra reps because I hit 405 on the incline, yep. no one hears about it until now, yep. Yep. right? But it feels – because I know I earned it, man. Yeah, I know, yeah. like, the weeks and weeks and weeks it took to just add 25 pounds to the bar yep. and then get it for two more than I thought it would. Like, that's – man, I've earned that, you yeah, know? And like, real. But, dude, I don't necessarily need everyone to hear about it. Just the feel I get with myself in that moment, knowing I did it, mm-hmm. gives me self-respect. Yep. Allows me to carry my integrity with myself yep. very highly. Which, again, dude, when I got to fall back on myself to put that work in, well, I respect who yeah. I am. Yeah, respect I respect who, who I want to yeah. be. I respect the, the image that I want to have. Hey, man, at the end of the day, I got no problem falling back on yeah. myself, understanding and trusting that I'm going to be able to get it done. And I think... Mm-hmm. You know, before you're reading too much and before you're resourcing people too much about all this stuff, like, where are you at with you? Yeah. Because if you can't even get your mind right and your body right, whatever else you're trying to accomplish that requires reading and resourcing sounds substantial to me. But your mind and your body are not right. Okay, I think we've got, I think today we just solved your starting point. Yep. I think I I know where you need to start. Agree. 
You know what I mean? That's the starting point, and it's a finishing point, man. Like, just having that self-respect, that's what keeps you going day to day, dude. Like, when you have that internal just respect for yourself and confidence in what you do, and that even if you're not there 1,000%, you're going to get there someday, having that self-respect is literally what gets you out of bed and it's like no hey eli you already hit snooze twice get the fuck up bro yeah you know like those conversations become super easy when you just respect who you are as a person and when it's like taking what you need right like when he says hey take just enough you know for what you need to get your mojo going like hey you got to have integrity with you there like yeah i could tell my wife right and you tell your wife like oh man i've been working so hard it's need extra sleep you know yeah. like and then they give it to you but yeah. did you really need it like yeah. just yeah. the integrity of taking what you need yeah Right. But it's it starts and finishes with you. So like, hey, all right. Like if you're in a bad mood and you got to just vent, I vent to you sometimes. Mm -hmm. I'll be in a bad mood and like, mm -hmm. right, like I got some sand in my ass crack. Mm -hmm. and I I'll gotta, vent in short outbursts. Yeah. yeah. But for me, <laughs> dude, I literally say it out loud. Hey, Eli, I'm mad for like an hour, and I'm but I'm, I'll be fine. Yeah. Hey, or, I'll you know, like if it's at nighttime, yeah. we end yeah. up laughing it off at the end. I'm like, hey, dude, uh -huh. tomorrow's a new day. Yeah. I'm not just saying that so Eli knows that I'm not going to kill anybody yeah. or not kill him. No, yeah. I'm I'm making that real and holding myself accountable, right? Like, hey, tomorrow's a new yeah. day. Like, I'm also putting an expectation of myself of like, okay, I'm done talking on the phone with Eli. We 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 solved the shit storm for tonight. Mm -hmm. Whatever was going wrong, you know. Okay, I had poopy pants, so I fucking you <laughs> I know I talked about that. it. I fucking got it out of my system. Yeah. All right, we're getting off the phone. It's still kind of in me, but hey, yeah. man, tomorrow's new day. That means, yeah. hey, whatever I need to do, take a shower, yeah, go to bed, get some rest, whatever I've got to do. But hey, tomorrow it's a new day, man, and I'm and I'm moving forward. And that's also my loyalty to to the business and to the mm -hmm. the brotherhood and the friendship. That hey, man, I got to perform too. And I yourself. can't just sit here and complain. Yeah. And yourself. So yep. when you've had enough rest, or if you you know if you're if you are mad, or hey, look, if you do need a day off from the gym, happily take it. But if you feel guilty taking a day. Now, I do, I get it. There are people that are just neurotic. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's leave them out because they're the exception, and there's very few that are actually yeah, like this, yeah, okay? Yeah. If you feel guilty for taking a day, it's because you haven't worked hard enough. That might mm -hmm. be your own parameter telling yeah. you, like, hey, man, I just haven't put enough work in. Yeah. But for me, man, like, if I take a day where, like, I take a Sunday and I'm just going to watch some football and, you know, and, and eat a little bit of snacks with my daughter or whatever it may be, like, it's a joyful time for yep. me. And your body's craving it. You've <laughs> earned it. And I don't do it every Sunday, man. Yeah. I don't do it every Sunday. I don't do it twice. I do it when I feel it or I want it, whatever, like, and I've earned it. But when I need that day off from the gym and yeah. I need that day off of, like, doing work, sometimes it's like, hey, man, no work today, no gym today. I'm going to have some yep. snacks with my daughter. We're going to watch some football and some anime. Dude, it is super resetting because subconsciously, man, like I've earned it, so I'm happy to take it. Now, yeah. I've also got to have the integrity. Like, all right, cool, man, but that next day, that switch goes back, back on, on and you fuck, hey, yep. like utilize the break you just gave yourself. Turn that shit back yeah. on, get back on there and get after it. Self-control, right? man. Dude, great way to, like I yeah. love how I need to talk for 20 minutes and then you go, Self-control. <laughs> Self-control, man. God damn it. Self-control, man. Apparently our podcast could, be, could have been five minutes. I could have just read Tasha's saying. Oh, I could have read a sentence from Tosh and a statement from you and, and been there. But oh, guys, again, you know, with all the advice we've given today about resourcing good people and being around proactive people that are after it, that helps you with your momentum and, and just long-term payoffs and, and all and feeling some pain all this boils yep. down to still man starting and finishing with you how you see yourself how you respect yourself the integrity you have to take what you need but then get back after it you know if you struggle with some things with you and you've got to, and you're looking at doing something that's big enough where you have to read about it 
and resource about it, make sure your body and your mind are right before you actually start approaching that. Because if you're fundamentally not sound with who you are and, and your person, I'm not sure how you're going to be able to take on more and be successful, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got to start here. And I think that's a big deal. It's a good way to wrap it up, man. I appreciate that. Do, do what he said. Appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> Happy Thursday, guys. See you, guys. We got some stuff on Friday, so I'm not sure if we'll be able to, which is tomorrow, so I'm not sure if we'll be able to uh, take it back at this. But if you guys do not hear us, please don't have a terrible yeah, we'll, day. We'll definitely we'll be, be back um, uh, Monday. Well, we got 37 other episodes you can listen to, and right. you, can, uh, you can tune in on Monday. We'll be here. We're so kind. <laughs> Whole 37 other episodes. I try. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. We'll Later, see guys. You.